0: I'm joined today by Adam Parker, who manages the small-cap element of our UK growth fund. Adam, hello to you. I wanted to start, if I may, by asking you about valuations in the small-cap sector, because they've had a very good run, and some commentators are suggesting they're a little bit overheated at the current levels. Are you still finding attractive investment ideas at the current time?
1: Well, yes. Um, I think the statistics tell us that the small-cap market has actually gone depending on how you measure it, whether it's the Numis index or the small cap index or the mid cap index, has actually gone from being sort of same sort of PE ratios as the FTSE to actually being now more highly valued on that basis. Um, The good news is, um, looking forward, that growth is expected to be greater for smaller companies, um, depending where you are. Um, And the other good news is that there are lots and lots of small companies. um, And these are averages we're talking about. Um, There are lots that are still pretty much ignored, looking very cheap, um, and they're the sort of ones that we're looking for to make more money. So does a small cap manager need a different set of skills to a larger cap manager? Yes, I think very probably, because I guess because there are so many smaller companies, there's much more that you've got to be absorbing, reading about, finding out about. Um, And you've got to have quite a wide knowledge of just about everything, because sometimes interesting ideas will come... In interesting industries that you might only have a vague knowledge of that you need to work out what's going on. Um, they're always a bit dangerous those because normally it's best to invest in companies you understand and you know um, but definitely the huge range of information and, and things is, is one skill that I think we have to have. I tend to have a very good memory which helps so slightly different skills. I think a lot of my skills is data management and and being able to sort of remember things, look at different things. Um, and then there's a huge amount of reading I have to do just to keep in touch with how companies are doing and their results and things.
0: I think there's probably some sectors where you tend to find more ideas. Is that the
1: case? Um, very definitely. There's, then this comes down to the macro a bit. You know, if you're, it's not just looking at the small companies that I do, I have to also look at the, how economies are developing. Um, and how industries are developing and sectors and things and try and find the companies that that are in the right sort of areas Um, because obviously if you find a company in the right sort of area it's got a sort of big advantage before you start. So how does that relate to IPO activity? Does that tend
0: to channel your research into particular areas?
1: IPO activity at the moment is quite high Um, and you've got to be a bit careful with IPOs as well because um, sometimes they're coming because the the person who owns them at the moment wants to sell it. Um, and that's often not necessarily what you want to buy. You want to look at them, you've got to actually look at them all individually. Um, check that they're the business that you think they are because they often come all nicely wrapped and looking beautiful, and they're not quite all that they look like. So you've got to actually have a, you haven't got a very big time to look into them in quite a lot of detail and work out if they're actually what, what they say they are and, and, um, and see if they're going to perform as they're going to. Um, and then at the moment, I'm being a bit cautious about IPOs because they actually all look um, quite expensive. Um, and that reflects, to some extent, sort of slightly more favourable sentiment towards the stock market than there's been for a bit. So does that mean you're still able to find companies that may have been listed for a longer period of time where the valuations have moved back to being much more attractive? Well, very much so. There's, I think the best value at the moment is in what you might call the second-hand companies um, and often it's the, the smaller ones, um, and often the ones in slightly unfashionable sectors, um, maybe mining, maybe oil. At the moment, the momentum's still quite negative in those areas, so I'm tending to be very careful and not really putting more money in. Um, but equally looking at those, and I think that's where some of the best ideas are gonna come from. So if mining and oil companies are areas of caution for you at the current time, what are areas that are more interesting to you now? Well, funny enough, the attractive areas have always been, and still do remain, some of those wonderful growth companies that have often been medium-sized or smaller companies that continue to do what they are supposed to do. They continue to grow, maybe quite steadily. They're not too overvalued, um, or indeed not even necessarily desperately highly valued. Um, and, And where often, actually, we've got some quite nice ones where things have come together that make it quite good from the economic background, And I'm thinking, for example, of something like Lookers, which sells cars in the UK. Um, They've lost a lot of competition as well um, over the sort of recession from 2008. Um, So they're now selling a lot more cars than than their competitors. So Adam, how do you think about liquidity? How do you ensure
0: that you don't take on too big a position when you go into a company and therefore have difficulty
1: getting out of it when you want to sell? I'm trying... Not to buy something that I'm expecting to want to sell in a year's time, possibly, or even six months' time. I'm looking at something that I think is is lowly valued, is good, um, is going to stay good. And the, it's going to actually get better in the terms of the forecasts in the market that they of, of the profits they can make can get better. Um, and so I'm expecting actually that to c- process to continue for quite some time. Um, so I'm not really sort of looking to buy something and then get out again, I'm looking to buy something and hold it for a long period. Um, and actually the portfolio is full of companies that has, that, where that has broadly worked, um, companies we've held for long periods. Stock market valuations have increased in the small cap
0: sector as we've discussed, but do you still feel confident about the shares that you're currently
1: holding in the portfolio? Well yes, um, they wouldn't be in the portfolio if I didn't feel <laughs> confident about them, um, and that's You know, that's clearly very important. Um, There is a a mechanism which is great with investing in great companies where you can sell things if you're not comfortable with them or if you're a little bit nervous about whether they're gonna achieve the profits that people think they're gonna achieve or whether there's actually a structural decline in that part of the business that's gonna cause problems um, or whether the management's gone off and playing too much golf or something. Um, So, yeah, if you're not comfortable, you sell them. Um, And then there's still, fortunately quite a lot of companies that are still attractive um, and where the prospects are looking better that you can replace those ones that you sell with Um, we also sell to some extent companies when they've become really quite big companies sort of too big really for the portfolio and they've been sold Um, things that have been wonderfully successful have been things like Booker um, which we used to own Um, things like well the other one that's been massively successful is a company called First Quantum that started off with no earnings and a plan to build a copper mine in, in the Congo and actually in Zambia. Um, it did that, made lots of money, still making lots of money, and became a five billion pound company. Um, so they've been sold as well. Um, but equally, there's lots of, lots of other things to look at to replace them with. So finally, Adam, could I ask if you still feel confident for prospects for 2014? Well, yes. Um, the, to some extent, the year started quite well already in, term, in small company um, shares. The companies, the valuation of the smaller companies is not out of line with anything. It's just a bit more expensive than the bigger companies now. They still have a decent yield when the yields on cash and bonds are very low. The long-term um, investing in small companies is, has been very, very positive. Um, they've beaten the bigger investing in the bigger companies f- you know, over any long period that you talk, you talk about um, and we're still finding companies where the earnings can be a lot more than they currently are um, and where the management are pretty confident and competent to achieve that so yeah still pretty optimistic really. Adam Parker thank you very much indeed. Right thank you Chris. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.